Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Understanding Health. I'm your host, Liv Whistler, your guide into all things nutrition, functional medicine, where we dive into physiology and lifestyle change, all to help you understand your health better. Good morning. I am so excited to be talking to you today. We're going to be diving into what functional medicine even is. I run into people and I'm pleasantly surprised that they are familiar with the topic and many others have never even heard the term before. I'm currently studying functional medicine through the University of Western States and the Institute for Functional Medicine with the goal of becoming a functional medicine practitioner myself because I honestly believe that this can help so many people. Now, I've been interested in the topic of health and nutrition for many years now, but it was more recently that I was introduced to this new way of caring for patients and a new way of doing medicine, and my mind was blown, and I'm hooked. I think it's absolutely incredible. So throughout the episode, I want to contrast functional medicine with conventional medicine and how the two differ. Think about the last time you went to the doctor. What was your experience like? Depending on what you went in for, it could have looked a few different ways, but often it looks something like this. You come in with a set of symptoms, explain those to your doctor, and often it's followed by a diagnosis. Well, hopefully. Sometimes that diagnosis takes a while to get to and you have to go back a few times or find a specialist. That diagnosis we like because we feel like we have an answer to our symptoms. It gives us a name and some validation of what we're dealing with. Some people go to the doctor countless times before finally getting that diagnosis that tells them, hey, you're not crazy, there is something actually wrong. Then the doctor has a list of protocols for that diagnosis or disease that you're dealing with, often a pharmaceutical drug or even surgery in some cases. For example, if you had a symptom of an earache, you were diagnosed with an ear infection and you receive an antibiotic to treat that ear infection. In these simple cases, like an ear infection, this model or system of care works pretty well, and our country has been using it for a long time. However, over the past decades, we have seen a rise in chronic conditions. Diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, cancer have skyrocketed and killed hundreds of thousands of people each year. Then there's diseases such as arthritis, hormone issues, IBS, migraines, and all diverse types of autoimmune disorders that are chronic, meaning they can last for years of a person's life and they can be quite miserable to live with. And these people often just slowly decline with some of these conditions and it can lead to taking an assortment of prescription drugs daily with their own host of side effects. So how is functional medicine different? The focus is on treating and preventing complex chronic diseases by looking at the dysfunctions in a person's biochemistry and physiology. According to the Institute for Functional Medicine website, it is a systems biology-based approach that focuses on identifying and addressing the root cause of disease. A functional medicine doctor also recognizes that there is a disease continuum and there is often a slow decline in health meaning even if you quote-unquote aren't sick enough to be diagnosed with said disease, that doesn't mean that everything is healthy and functioning properly. If you think about it, these diseases we have termed ourselves and decided a set list of qualifications of that disease. So even though we like getting a diagnosis because it feels like it answers our questions, they can and they can be helpful for communicating, Every person is biologically unique and people's bodies might react differently to various diseases. 
Every functional medicine doctor is going to do things in their own way, but let's break down how it might look if you went and how it could contrast from the standard care. I also want to throw in a little caveat that as functional medicine has grown in popularity, some conventional doctors are starting to adapt this way of thinking and are starting to apply these principles of functional medicine to their conventional practice, which is absolutely incredible. But we're going to compare a basic conventional care clinic. There are a couple things up front that are going to look very different, and I'm actually going to start with a con of functional medicine, and that is the cost. Not all functional medicine clinics are covered by insurance. Every practitioner has their own way of charging, but most of the time it won't be a simple $20 copay. Seeing one of these other professionals can cost a lot out of pocket, and that means it's not accessible to everyone yet. Another con I would add is that I feel it's not as strictly regulated as conventional medicine. This could also maybe be seen as a pro because it gives them more freedom to not simply follow unhelpful protocols. But I think there is something to be said about who might be doing this work unregulated and if they have truly the proper training to do so. So just be aware of this and make sure that your functional medicine practitioner is qualified. The Institute for Functional Medicine has a database of functional medicine practitioners, and I think that's a really good place to start if you're interested in seeing one. Moving on, a principle of functional medicine is this, patient-centered care. Conventional medicine is disease-centered. In functional medicine clinic, patient's history or even a questionnaire they give you is going to be very, very extensive. They want to know everything. If your main reason for coming in is IBS, they not only want to know about your stomach issues, but details about any other issues you may be having with any system of the body. Another core principle of functional medicine is understanding the web-like interconnectedness of our physiology. In standard care, doctors are broken up into specialities. We have gynecology, neurology, urology, etc. However, this ignores the fact that the body is interconnected and every part affects each other. We as humans love systems and categories and nice straight outlines, and I am one of those people who loves to have these categories, but our bodies are so complex that these systems are constantly intermingling with each other. You might have a hormone issue and that's what you're coming in for, but what really needs attention is your gut health, and that's the whole reason or root cause behind it. Because they want such a lengthy background from you, they ta- the time they often spend with you is often much longer. Some practitioners I know will spend an hour with patients versus the standard care of maybe 10 minutes of seeing an actual doctor. Functional medicine practitioners are often coined as detectives. You can't solve a complex mystery in 10 minutes. Getting to the root cause of disease takes testing, analysis, a deep dive into history, your environment, and personal lifestyle, all aiming to figure out where the dysfunction is. They'll probably order a set of labs for you. Now, this is one of the parts I personally get really excited about because I like measurable data. Your doctor may have ordered labs for you in the past, but these are going to look a little different. Oftentimes, a functional medicine doctor will test for a larger scope for things. They can look for inflammation, insulin, vitamin, and mineral levels. If they feel a need to, they might look at things like SIBO, candida, leaky gut, parasites, and toxic mold exposure that often get overlooked in traditional offices. Not only do they look at more things, but they also measure levels differently. We have a standard or average range for what is considered okay in our modern day system for said a vitamin D level. 
but the average level is not always the optimal level, and you may have had your labs tested and was told everything was fine, but you still feel like something isn't right. With the way that our numbers are set up in our system, it's not often flagged as an issue until you have a fully developed disease. But there is a broader spectrum, and the body doesn't just collapse overnight. It's a slow domino effect over time. We have the ability to look deeper and see that the numbers might not be high enough to be classified as a disease, but they're so low it could be detrimental over time. But if it's not in the optimal range, it can still make you feel not at your best. Because we also care about preventing chronic disease, we want to see those levels that might be declining so that we can act now so that it does not turn into that awful disease because it's much easier to take care of in the earlier stages. We see health as a positive vitality, not just the absence of disease, so we want those numbers to be optimal. Another quick thing to note here is that everyone is biochemically unique. So this means that as an individual, you might need more folic acid than me because of the way that your body is. This is often because of polymorphisms and SNPs, SNPs, where there is a change in our genes that can speed up or slow the creation of proteins. One of the next biggest differences is your involvement as a patient. This is a pro and a con, you could say. Many times, the main driver of disease is lifestyle. This is why this type of care is not for everyone. I think it could be an amazing service to everyone, but it might not be worth it to you if you're not willing to participate in the process. Your functional medicine practitioner might put you on an elimination diet to really see what foods are causing inflammation in your body. But that means you're going to have to give up some foods for a certain amount of time, and it might not be an easy thing to do for some people. Therefore, functional medicine practitioners often partner with health coaches or have some training in that as well. They check up on you often. It's not a simple come in and get your easy solution and leave. You might be seeing this person for months because they're really going to work with you and help you feel better and dig deep onto what is going on with your body. Functional medicine really focuses on nutrition. Traditional doctors, on the other hand, are not typically trained heavily in nutrition. Instead of prescribing a pharmaceutical agent, in functional medicine, they're more likely to give you a supplement. This isn't to say all drugs are bad, and they can save many lives in many cases. However, those drugs often come with side effects, and they are often not the most natural or sustainable thing to your body. Depending on the practitioner's level of training, there are times where they still might prescribe an antibiotic if they deem necessary, but they're more likely to prescribe a more natural alternative if it suits the situation. All this to say, conventional doctors, I believe, most of the time are really great people. They're highly disciplined, intelligent, and I don't think anyone becomes a medical doctor without truly having a desire to help people. Being an MD is not just a high-paying job. There's a lot of student debt and extreme hard work that goes into the training for that, and talking about this other option of care should not dismiss that. Something conventional care, I think, does a really great job of is saving lives during those critical moments. The first career I really pursued was being a paramedic firefighter. I got my EMT and got to be in the ambulance in the ER room. The people I was with saved lives. They were able to do chest compressions and bring someone back or give them that life-saving oxygen or medicine, allowing them to make it through the night. They can find cancer at an early stage and have surgery to remove it and give them precious time with loved ones. 
That being said, I think the system that conventional doctors are in and all the materials they learn has the potential to be improved, just like so many other things in this world. I hope we can ask the question of what's really causing this issue in the first place and really give people the tools they need to better their lives. If you can't already tell, I'm definitely an idealist and all those realists out there can tell me that this is simply a utopia that will never exist, but I hope someday we can come to a place where these chronic conditions are treated more holistically and we can help people actually make life change and see our country become healthier and we can actually work together to change our systems. Our country spends a total of $4.1 trillion on healthcare. Yes, trillion. And we are one of the most health-deprived countries. Your local family doctor is not to blame for that. It's the lifestyles we've created and the lack of regulation on our food and the need for money over people's lives. I know the healthcare system isn't going to change overnight, and my little rant on this podcast is not going to change at all. But for now, I'm going to be a part of offering something different for people when they find that the current conventional system isn't working for them. So the question is, should you see a functional medicine practitioner? Obviously, I feel very passionate about the work that these people do, and I want to tell you in all resounding, yes, everyone should go see one. But to give more specifics about who would benefit the most from seeing one, I would say if you've been diagnosed with a chronic condition and you want to try something new for relief, if you've been struggling with a set of symptoms and have been searching for answers and haven't gotten any, if you have specific issues with your gut, hormones, insulin levels, or have an autoimmune condition, these are things that functional medicine practitioners see a lot and might be really able to help you in ways that you haven't tried or thought of yet. Many people go to a functional medicine practitioner after exhausting every other feasible option for relief. They've tried drugs and surgeries and have gone to doctors countless times but are still miserable. And this is when paying for something not covered by insurance often becomes worth it to people. This is when people are also willing to put in the work that a functional medicine practitioner might ask them to do because people get to a point where they're so desperate for answers and just want to feel better. Another reason I would really encourage people to go is if you have the resources. If you care about health or becoming your best self and seeing how you could live and feel at optimal levels, go see a functional medicine practitioner. Health is not merely the absence of disease. Not only can you jump ahead and prevent issues as you age, you can also see where you can give your body a little extra support to really help it thrive. And that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Understanding Health podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to see more, it would be mean so much to me if you left a rating and a review. I hope you have an amazing day, everyone, and I cannot wait to continue to elevate our health together.